Colin, really good to see you. We chatted throughout the season over the F4 uh, Championship, uh, which was fantastic. But 2022 was quite some year, wasn't it? Oh, good grief, yeah. It was quite a voyage of discovery, quite frankly. <laughs> um, we had uh, we t- taken on the organisation of British F4 because it it's an inherent part of the pathway to Formula One for a number of aspiring drivers. And we've seen, you know, a, 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 you know, a a number of them are already in Formula One from Lando, who won in 2015. Yep. Uh, so it, it was a big responsibility, and it wasn't taken on lightly. Um, however, there was an enormous amount of work went on behind the scenes in order to get across the line to the end of April, whenever we all started in uh, free practice one at Donington. Um, but we got there, and we you know, quite a remarkable season, quite frankly. We started the season with, I think, 15 cars. We moved on to 16 by yeah. the second round when uh, Louis turned uh, 15. And by <laughs> Silverson, we were at 20 cars. It, you know, it was a proper grid. The racing was incredible. The racing was remarkably respectful. Um, there, I think we'd won red flag throughout the season. The, 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 the level and quality of the racing was just incredible. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was a privilege in order that we to, to run that in that year. It, mm. it was fantastic. We talked throughout the season about the new generation car, yeah. the chassis, which looks like a mini Formula One car. The whole thing just looked like a real clear pathway, as you've mentioned, to Formula One. Behind the scenes, there's a team who put all that together, and on the commercial side, that's the bit that perhaps the fans don't see, but is fundamental to that championship. Yes, Motorsport UK, we're the governing body of Motorsport in the UK. Historically, we've been more involved in the administration and the governance of the sport. Uh, more recently, we've been more involved in the promotion and growing the sport. Um, it was important to us that we took on British F4 in order to sustain the pathway. Uh, now, we're a not-for-profit organisation. Which equally means we're a not-for-loss organisation. <laughs> and, a very good point to make. That. And it was very important from a commercial perspective that, you know, whilst it, it, it was very laudable that we took on this championship in order to preserve that pathway, it was essential that we didn't, you know, lose, we weren't being frivolous with members' money when we were doing so. So it was an incredible challenge. Um, and we made a, a decent fist of it, to be mm. honest. Uh, you know, the championship ultimately, there thereabouts, washed its face at the end of the day. We had, we attracted a number of uh, significant uh, commercial partners, all of whom were investing in the activation of the championship and helping promote the championship and elevating the, and amplifying the visibility of the championship. So commercially, we were also pretty happy for yeah. the first year. It performed pretty much better than we anticipated. Um, which is a better conversation to have with uh, the powers that be with it in the organisation than, <laughs> than a more negative one. So, uh, yeah, o- overall, uh, you know, from uh, the success of the championship on, on, the, on the grid size, or, or uh, commercially, uh, the sponsorship si- side, um, all, all the major KPIs that we set ourselves at the start of the year, I'm, I'm pleased to say that we pretty much beat. I mean, the people, the organisations that invest in supporting motorsport have to have a business imperative to do so, don't they? And the important bit, your side of it, a bit which ticked the box, was that you provided them with that reason to do it. And that that was critical. Absolutely. And I think, you know, 
part of the whole logic behind the uh, project was we were in 2019 we took on the organization of the British Kart Championship um, and British F4 was kind of the missing link mm. so we had all these youngsters that were massively capable and had the skills to uh, graduate it was important that we didn't lose them to overseas championships but allow them to flourish in the UK because realistically we've got some of the most challenging tracks in the world you know they're tight they're twisty many are parklands there's only room for three cars abreast at times it gets a wee bit you know competitive in the first corner uh, and it, it was essential that we uh, you know that we were able to sustain that pathway and provide you know British F4 in the whole um, in, in the mix was an important ingredient for us given that you know we're you know at the, at the end of the day there's uh, we finished the year with 20 drivers in British F4 and uh, the there's 60,000 competitors in all of Motorsport UK, the majority of whom are competing at grassroots. However, it's the elites that many people will judge us on and how we deliver talent to the top yeah. and how the UK does on a global stage. And it's crucial that we get this right in order that we are providing that pathway to deliver top talent onto the world stage at the end of the day. I think 2022, is fair to say, it was a fantastic showcase for um, the entry to uh, that sort of racing, to open wheel racing. Um, a worthy winner in Alex Dunn, amazing championship, which has sparked the imagination with the fans and the next generation of drivers who want to get into. I mean, we've, we've seen Alex Dunn on stage this evening, receiving his trophy um, uh, again as well, which is really good to recognize at the Bark Awards. But that sows the seed doesn't it, with those drivers who say, do you know what, I'd like to do that. You know, we're very fortunate to have Alex as our uh, in inaugural Generation 2 uh, Rocket British F4 champion. Uh, he he's, a he's a great role model. He's gone out there and smashed it. The he's been up against uh, three Formula 1 junior or academy drivers. He's knocked out of the park. Uh, 11 wins, a new record. He had five pole positions. Yeah. Uh, he, he just did a tremendous job. Uh, the incredible support that he's had behind him is thoroughly deserved. I'd like to think that he inspires an awful lot of people to get involved, uh, to think that, yeah, that, that it might be my dream, but maybe I can make that happen. Yeah. You are at every race meeting. You're involved with all the stuff that goes in the planning uh, for the new season. But isn't it nice to be part of that? And it's almost like sharing in some sort of reflected way in, in Alex's success. It's nice, isn't it? What a it's great a, job it's, you've it's, got. It's, it's a joy. I mean, and <laughs> the, the, the old adage about, you know, if you enjoy what you do, you don't work a day in your life. And I've got many different parts of my role. And the... The, the bit that I, I thoroughly enjoy is Rocket British F4. It's not at all a chore. You know, people go, oh, the sacrifice of the weekend, you don't see your friends, this, that, and the other. But it's like, no, but what I do see is something that most people, other people don't get to see. Yeah. And so it's actually a privilege, to be honest. Uh, it, it is, you know, whilst they can't take anything away from Alex as a competitor, the rest of the competitors that made a jolly good fist at the championship with them, uh, the... Uh, the success of the teams involved in the championship from the team that delivered him to the championship to Carlin who uh, won the team's championship uh, obviously the, the success that they've enjoyed is uh, remarkable 
However, it's been fantastic to be have a ringside seat to all of this action through the year. <laughs> and you'll be part of these guys' journey. And it, just an enormous satisfaction that the guys that we're looking at out of there on the track, uh, weekend in, weekend out, you know, actually, there's a couple of these guys that I think they're going to be, you know, getting their, their elbows out in Formula One in a few years' time. And that'll be, you know, I'll look back on that with a certain element of pride. Absolutely. We've got 2023 to look forward to. You and I have the best jobs in the world, don't we? Yeah, bring sight seats. <laughs> Can't wait. Bring it on. Really good to see you, Colin. Thank you. Thank you very much.